The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. On Inside Hollywood this week, we are continuing to look at uh, the careers of younger actors and we are looking at the works of Golden Globe winning actress uh, Anya Taylor-Joy. Uh, good morning and welcome to Lisa Cannon, TV host and executive producer of Spotlight. Good morning, Pat. Stormy morning out there, but nonetheless, we this to cheer you up. <laughs> Just to cheer us up. Now, um, the, people will think, um, this woman, Anya Taylor-Joy, who is she? And yet... They and definitely have seen her. Absolutely. And we were just speaking before we, we popped into studio here. Everybody's seen The Queen's Gambit, even if I know you haven't watched the full amount of it. I yeah, think you got... I watched uh, quite a few episodes and then I got a bit bored. You got a bit bored. Just That's bored. fine. She only just won, you know, a Golden Globe for her work in The Queen's Gambit. Um, uh, of course, a Critics' Choice Television Award uh, nominated, of course, for a BAFTA as well. But listen, she is an incredible actress. Um, she's very young. She's only in her late 20s, but actually she was born in Miami in Florida. Um, but actually spotted by the Ducasses Storm Agency in London and then of course her career blossomed. Um, she's a brilliant actress graced the covers of many magazines from Vogue to Elle and Vanity mm. Fair. Now she did a bit of modelling when she was young? That's right. So she she started off I suppose as a model before pursuing acting but that's how she was found. Very much like Kate Moss outside a department store the modelling agency spotted her and asked her to come in from castings and then that's where her joy of acting developed because she liked being in front of the ca- excuse me, the camera. She's extraordinarily unusual looking. And of course, she's, she's. Um, I suppose her career has, her talk drive has been about that. You know, she's talked about how unusual her features are and how she doesn't want to uh, conform to national and traditional yeah, she, standards. She um, revels in her appearance, actually being slightly off kilter, shall we say. She does. She embraces her uniqueness and has, of course, expressed a sense of pride about that as now, well. Now, tell me about her heritage. Was there acting in the family? Well, her parents actually both, uh, both have Argentinian backgrounds. Her father um, is Dennis Allen Taylor, who's of Scottish and Argentinian descent. And then her mother, Jennifer, is English and Spanish descent. So born in Miami, Florida, as I mentioned, but much of her childhood in Argentina before moving then to London, where she was discovered. So she's bilingual. She uses that, of course, throughout her performances as well. She, um, you know, has directed also music videos as well, entitled Blue, which was for a band in called Montel 2099, bilingual as well. She's incredibly intelligent. She talks about her photographic memory that she has, which um, is astounding. You know, she really has used this and aids it to help her learn her lines, but also to garner performances. I mean, she won a Golden Globe, as we know, for her performance in Emma, which we're going to hear in a second. And she said she could learn the script in less than a day. Who could do that? A whole screenplay. A whole screenplay. In a day. <laughs> Photographic memory for you there. Pat. Yes. Now, when did she get her break? I think first movie. First movie was The Witch in 2015. Not that long ago, she played the role of Thomason as a Puritan girl facing supernatural terrors in colonial New England. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen the performance, but it's astounding for a very young actress to be able to command and, and deliver something of that is is incredible. She's extra- extraordinarily physical as an actress as well, which I love. I love physical acting and uses this to you know harness that kind of body language and facial expression. So The, the Witch was really her outstanding performance that really garnered a lot of attention. And then, of course, lots of directors decided to poach her for other roles. She went on to do Morgan, which is in 2016, um, which was a genetically engineered human with extraordinary abilities. I've never seen it, but Split, I suppose a lot of people would have seen 2016, um, a psychological horror film. Of course, she portrayed the very, very scary Casey Cook, a captive with a traumatic past. I mean, she comes with a great calling card, that face of hers. You know, if you want to have someone who's slightly off kilter, someone who might be an alien, 
uh, you know, who might be a witch, who might be a ghost. Um, she's got the face for it. She does indeed. And of course, uh, people will, who love Marvel, of course, the New Mutants, she played, I won't pr- even pronounce the name because I'm not good at the Marvel pronunciations, but um, the supernatural um, abilities and kind of the X-Men spin-off series in the New Mutants, that was in 2020. But, you know, she uses this uniqueness as advantage, I feel, because not only does she avoid all the stereotypes of those selective kind of um, females that we, we portray as beautiful in Hollywood, she values her her characters and all that complexities that come with that. She's very multidimensional. When you look mm-hmm. at her, her eyes are wide set apart. She's got a small face. She's got beautiful alabaster skin. Um, she's a great actress. I love her. Now, you she's mentioned brilliant. Emma, which is a mainstream type movie. Yes. Um, I thought her performance in this wouldn't have been my favourite, actually. I really enjoyed her in Split and I enjoyed her more so in uh, The Queen's Gambit. But people raved about Emma. Um, you know, they really thought she was incredible. And um, she received a BAFTA award nomination for her performance. Let's have a listen to her playing Emma. Emma, your infatuation about that girl blinds you. What are Harriet Smith's claims, either of birth, nature or education, to any connection higher than Robert Martin? She is the natural daughter of nobody knows who. Probably no separate relation. Her allowance is very liberal. Nothing has been grudged for her improvement. She is known only as a parlour boarder at a common school. She is pretty and she is good-tempered. And that is all. That is all. These are not trivial recommendations, Mr Knightley. Till men do fall in love with well-informed minds instead of handsome faces, a girl with such loveliness as Harriet has a certainty of being admired and sought after wherever she goes. I am very much mistaken if your sex in general would not find these qualities the highest claims a woman could possess. Oh, she plays it well. Doesn't she? Yeah, she takes the classical... Uh, approach to that and does it brilliantly. I think so too. I, I mean, obviously I've seen her in Peaky Blinders and she just is incredible. I wanted to include some Peaky Blinders but unfortunately she gets all the saucy lines so I best not um, upset people this early in the morning but um, she really, really is fantastic in Peaky Blinders. If you haven't seen her toe-to-toe uh, with her own Killian Murphy, she's phenomenal in that. She's in the fifth season of that but she's extraordinarily, um, how would we say, captivating I think as an actress. Um, you know, many other actors and directors have spoken about her. Of course, she worked with M. Night Shyamalan who I love I think he's wonderful a wonderful director he was the director of Split and he spoke highly of her performance particularly in her ability to convey a wide range of emotions and many other great actors have spoken about her as well Mm. Now Queen's Gambit was I think a surprise hit for Mm. uh, Netflix because I mean who would have thought a series about chess would, would be so popular I, I went into it too, a bit like you. I was like, oh, I don't know anything about chess, but I'm willing to learn. And at the time, um, she was actually, she's actually been uh, very vocal about the performance herself, that she wasn't sure she was even going to take the role because she didn't know anything about chess, but she was willing to learn. And I think that's what's great about her is not only the subtlety, even though she doesn't know the language of chess, she was able to kind of convey the emotions and the characters in a traits, in, in, and the traits, excuse me, in a way that you could understand it as well as the viewer. So not only, of course, did she get a plethora of nominations, I'm not going to list them all, but really her ability to kind of have that authenticity was key when it came to it. I liked it. I thought The Queen's Gambit was very good. Um, she, you know, it's based on a novel, actually. Not many people know that on the 1983 novel of the same name by Walter Tevis. And it was a bestseller at the time. But the historical accuracy are good, but not perfect in the attention to detail to that period of the 1950s and yeah. 60s. I found some mo- my own inaccuracies when I was watching it, but I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I mean, the idea of cap- capturing the, you know, high school rivalry in chess, yes. for example. Is, you know, who knew? Who, who knew? knew? knew. Right. Yeah. Anyway, her name is Anya Taylor-Joy and it's a name we shall be hearing again and again and again. Uh, Lisa Cannon, TV host, executive producer of Spotlight. Thank you very much. 
The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.